fresh I'm fresh from Singapore. And boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> yes, a lot of flapping. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long ride. It's a long ride. I mean, you know, especially when you get kind of come down from Alaska down the you know the Pacific coast. It's it's my tough. favorite thing was like you, you texting me this morning, you're like, Hey, you still down for the show? I'm like, Yeah, it's cool. It's like oh, I'll be home at like 2 30. <laughs> no, it never nothing ever ever well, and then so what happened is is, is the, the traffic on the five coming back from because sure. I, I got into Burbank, I didn't get the LAX, which would have been even worse had I been in LAX, by the way. There was no way to predict that 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 yeah that debacle there. But uh yeah, no. And then as I was coming back, I was like, Oh crap, time's running out, time's running out. And I, I as soon as I walked in, <laughs> and I was like, Okay, oh, my setup is not configured. I had to bring my laptop. I had to reconnect the laptop, set up everything. <laughs> so it, it was, I was not ready and I was hoping no technical problems. So here we are. Okay. Brighten up the picture hey, a little bit. You made it, man. But We're I made here. it get fresh off a flight straight from Singapore because that's how we do it, man. If we weren't going to do it in Singapore, we're going to do it fresh off the flight from Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just exhausted. I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm, I'm actually very, very much a sleepy person right now, but I'm happy that we're back. I'm happy we're yes. home. Uh, I'm home um, and, um, you know, hopefully be back to normal. And yeah, sorry. I may, I may be, I may bumble a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit, I, I'm seriously exhausted. <laughs> it's like it's one of those great. Days. Well, yeah. welcome everybody to a, a tech hangout live stream podcast yes. affair. Friday uh, best of our week where two old of, guys yeah. talk about their last week of using ridiculously fun tech products. And this was a big week. This was, was a, a real big week. Why, why don't you tell the audience why you you are Mr. Uh, International Jet Setting Man of Mystery again. Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide! Uh, Mr. Worldwide, TK May. No, uh, <laughs> so, um, obviously, it's happy, you know, happy OnePlus uh, Open Day uh, and a week, actually, for everybody uh, that, that, that the announcement and finally we're able to talk about them. Our, our devices have been... It's been a it's been a hard secret. Let's just say that it's been a very hard secret. And the, this time, actually, one and I both have the same color. We both are rocking yeah. the black one. Um, yeah, that's good uh, times. A little bit of a that fake uh, fake leather on the back that you know gives you that nice little premium material experience. But no, um, I so out of the not out of blue, but like coincidentally, I also got invited to Oppo's launch of their version of the phone. So we we uh -oh. all know, obviously, there's two variants. Like I mean, they're cousins. The they're cousins. More like twins separated at birth, but then adopted by different families. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and they later run into each other, and they're like, "No way, you are." <laughs> no, like, you know what I mean. Like that, that, that kind of. I feel like that's the relationship. If the N three and the open ever meet, they're like, yeah. "No way, your your symbol isn't." Yeah, no. Um, so I got a chance to we uh, I got a chance to play with the Oppo N three Flip. So I was part of. Uh, you know, the, the launch event of that we had uh, last week, we posted a lot of our videos, a lot of content came out on that device, but technically the official launch event for that, for that device was actually on Thursday, uh, Singapore time. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, uh, the N3 as well. And of course the OnePlus open different locations, but I, I was there with Oppo for the N3 flip. Uh, and then of course, coincidence, since I'm physically in the same location, the N3 as well. So I got a chance to play with that as well. Um, but that was a very hard conversation to do, man. Uh, like I, I had the N3 in my hand, but yep. I can't call it the OnePlus Open because it's just <laughs> legalities and stuff. Because um, the launch event for the OnePlus was like a few hours later. So there was also kind of like mm -hmm. an uh, uh, Oppo and OnePlus decided not to have the, the same uh, their launch event at the same time, the same day, but that's not the same time. So again, 
that was why. Yeah, I was there checking out. Apparently, the one the sorry, the Oppo Pad Two, which pretty much is the mm-hmm. OnePlus Pad, that that was very yeah. surprising to see. I was like, hey, I played with that one. And then um, I mean, anymore, don't we feel like we're going to be seeing these sort of umbrella corporation yeah. product launches closer and closer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I want to get into some of the specific differences because you you've got the. Uh, that that Oppo and we've both been playing with the OnePlus, but they seem like they're pretty close in they're terms very, of, uh, of of uh, hardware. So I'll say this: I, I so I don't have the N3. Uh, there was a specific thing. I have the N3 Flip. So the N3, right. which is but, the Oppo, but you got to go hands on. I got a chance to play yeah. with uh, with that one, and I also saw some of my some some of our friends that had access to them. So I got a chance to play with that a little bit before the. The look and feel of the device, with the exception of the fact that the Chinese market and the international market on the Oppo side got more variants, more color variants. Like mm-hmm. in China, there's a red version of it. There's a red leather, uh, red vegan leather version. In Red leather? Uh, do they have a yellow leather so you can do the tongue twister? I, I wish. Red leather, no, yellow wish. leather, red leather, yellow leather. They had, what, no. they had that. So they had the gold. They had the red. They had the green and the black. In Asia, in China, um, in the other markets that they're supporting, they're only doing the gold and black. They're not doing the green. Well, plus gets the the black and the green for the U.S. market, and then Europe only gets the black. So there's a there's a specific delineation, and it seems like Oppo is going to the Middle East, where OnePlus is keeping to North America and Europe, I think, and India. So it, it's a I think just look at it this way. Oppo's covering some market, OnePlus is covering some market, but everybody gets to play with the uh, with the N3 slash Open. And I think that's the best part. We get the same device software-wise with the exception of one piece of fu- functional software that I feel like we won't get, and it's specifically called Oppo Share. And that one we just don't get. It, it, it did not transfer over to our devices. Um, so that device, yeah, so those are the two devices, the N3 Flip and the N3. And it's, it is absolutely a beautiful color. The material on the back is a little bit smoother than what we have. Although mm-hmm. the cases that come for these devices, it seems like all four cases have that fake leather appeal to the back of them. So you're pretty much, if you put a case on it, you're not really going to feel the difference overall other than the color yeah. change. Um, but yeah, man. The, oh, and then I got a chance to see a day before the launch event, Oppo invited me to this. Um, it was an innovation challenge that they were having different companies bring in technologies and different um uh, like in, inventions to, to try to improve tech experience and so on. And one of them that really caught my eye was a paper paper, uh, paper battery. It's oh. a company that's trying to make batteries more into a layered experience. So you basically yeah. create a layer when it's super thin, um, flexible battery that doesn't damage if you know if you bend it. And then um, you basically you know stack it to the level of capacity that you want. And they're they're not only thinking obviously mobile devices; they're thinking cars and. Um, sure. Innovation for cochlear uh, replacements so that people don't have to have implants in their ears. They could use external sources that provide better hearing. There was a lot of innovation, a lot of good tech. So that was the Very day cool. before. But then, yeah, after that, it was. So uh, just a heads up. And uh, yeah. so not to completely derail the conversation, but you are buffering a lot. And I am you keep flipping like potato quality. Wow. This, that's how we do it on the stream. Okay. Let me so, see what I can uh, do. We we can we can keep following up on on like uh, the cool tech and stuff. I mean, those product and those tech showcases are always really interesting, and and okay. definitely battery tech has been getting a lot of attention recently with Honor, 
doing yeah. a, a different kind of battery configuration for the uh, for their foldable. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, no, it's been absolutely. exciting to see as, as these companies have found other ways of refining this general idea of two panels that fold together. And mm -hmm. uh, for both the the Oppo and the OnePlus, um, I've been very impressed with the the style of manufacturing. So both of us have, I, 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 we, we both have videos out talking about different yeah. aspects of using the phone. So I don't want to just regurgitate our videos, but yeah. some of the behind the scenes in using this, this has been one of the funnest something different phones mm -hmm. to show my family and friends. Because if I go and I hand someone something like my Duo, it's very apparent like something is different. And I never really had bumpers or anything on my mm -hmm. Duo. But for some reason, the initial time that I hand someone the, the OnePlus open, they kind of look at it like it's a regular phone. It seems like it takes them just that millisecond longer to realize it's to actually, see that something's different and that, that this a, thing this, can this is separation between two yeah that it can open up especially when you put the the bumpers the the mm -hmm. included like plastic case bumpers on it there's not that immediate recognition of what it is it takes just that tiny tiny little bit um i, I don't know about in your experiences but the second you stray from like your closest circles of family and friends who know what we do for a living mm -hmm. um don't you find that people are still surprised at actually like handling some kind of foldable it's it's not something a lot of people are very familiar with well they treat it very very much like a gent very much like a a very uh fragile piece of tech um, As i'll say I'll, I'll say during <laughs> during my travels being that obviously yeah the device was on embargo and obviously i couldn't share that much into it but I had quite a few people looking at me, like when I'm sitting there and I'm opening up the phone mm -hmm. and I'm I'm using it, and then when I close it because it doesn't look like it's supposed to open. Uh, Oppo and and OnePlus, or at least the, I mean, for the design of the the open, it's it's quite a bit thinner. It's yeah. not as thin. I I almost want to say it's almost as it's, it gives me a little bit of a duo feel to it when you open it up because a it's little. a more of a yeah. boxy experience. Um, it's not very. Uh, it's not very thick. Even where the the camera bump obviously sits at the top, mm -hmm. uh, most of the experience when you're holding it, you're not really touching that area. And even when you turn the device, it still sits in an area where it doesn't in, uh, perturb the experience. And I like that. I like the fact that it was easy to work with. The hinge hasn't. I mean, obviously we haven't had it for months, but for the for the amount of time that we've had it, didn't feel like it got it didn't degrade. It didn't feel like it got looser. It, it still holds very well. The angles, um, sure. the feel of the phone definitely still. The fact that it's slighter. Now, don't don't go back on your script and spoil your video, though. No, no, no. Absolutely. When yeah, when, when you're handing that. when you're handing it off to other people, um, yeah, yeah. It, like uh, for example, uh, my daughter was playing balloons on my OnePlus Open, and my mom comes in, and so there's a moment. I have this photo of my daughter and my mm -hmm. mom playing tower defense on <laughs> the OnePlus Open together, and and it's just those little moments where she goes to pick it up. And it's open. And she uses an amount of force that I feel she was trained to use from picking up her old iPad. Okay. And, and that's not what the OnePlus Open is. So it's like my mom almost turned this, you know, $1,700 foldable into a Frisbee. <laughs> um, because you expect, like, a tablet is a tablet, a phone is a phone. And, you know, like, the first time I had it closed and I handed it to my dad. And he was like, this is like, it feels like a normal phone. 
Yeah. And so that to me is one of the sneaky design aspects when we're looking at, um, actually I've got the Oppo website up here, but let me switch over to the OnePlus site yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and fire up the OnePlus open. Oh wait, what I should probably do is do the, not the order page. Oh, I don't like the way that OnePlus like learn Maybe. more is a tiny little uh, link. So, yeah. so uh, playing with this phone, because I, I just finished uploading it's going to publish on the Patreon this afternoon. It's going to go live probably over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I did end up just sitting down and doing a quick duo versus Oppo, uh, duo versus open, not Oppo, open um, comparison. And it is shocking to me picking up the OnePlus Open where with the case on, it weighs less than my duo. So I think we're finally starting to... to to head in that direction. We're finally starting to, to um, take those steps away for the things that will finally pry the Surface Duos out of my hands mm-hmm. as my go-to solution for just mini folding tablet. Um, that, that build quality, that weight, it's playing a much bigger factor in what I'm, what I'm trying to pick up than I was expecting it to. It, 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 it actually, and in some of the aspects or some of the... Um experience in the ui elements pulled a lot from the duo i felt a little bit more like I'm, i was using a duo three or something like that uh, in, in some of like setting setting up different experiences in there the i i, I think it, it's hard not to compare right it's hard not to compare this to other devices on the market i saw a lot of videos posting uh tk i believe um, it's easy because it's uncomparable <laughs> The other, the other Boom. experience so much better. Yeah, no, I don't. I, don't, I could, I could have given you the, the sneak peek to the end or answer there. I, I think what <laughs> OnePlus is trying to do, and what Oppo is trying to do with this device is, they didn't pull out. They, they didn't hold back. They didn't. They literally basically they gave us everything and anything that they envisioned in a premium foldable smartphone. This is the one thing I, I, I want to leverage. I want to explain that that when you get this device, you're not getting. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to point fingers at other manufacturers. Obviously, every manufacturer has their their strengths and then their weaknesses. This is and funny. This is like the closest TK is going to get to delivering some snark. <laughs> I, I but I know it, it, I, I'm trying to. It, it's a fine line because I, I, okay, look, I'm I'm a firm believer of yes, you should always be able to see you know make your comparisons, make your opinions on this. Sure. But when I whenever I review a device, I'm not reviewing it because it's based on another device. I don't like doing videos like that because for me, I feel like I'm when I'm going into those kind of conversations, I'm going in with right. either a predetermined decision in my mind that I'm trying to justify mm-hmm. in a video. I like to let the tech speak for itself. If it if it stands on its own two legs and it and the, the promises that the company makes on the on the in the event and and so on are proven or are coming or something to that effect, then the decision ends up being to the user whoever wants to invest their their money into a piece of tech. Now, right. yes, there are benefits obviously to compare, and I feel like people do that all the time, and that I think that's one of the reasons why you and I kind of went slightly different than everybody else in our yeah. approach to the OnePlus Open videos. We didn't jump in with a day one review type of a thing. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? And, like, and also, no. can I, I posted this on Twitter, and if you'll yeah, allow me another it. moment of smart snark in person, <laughs> anyone who so, was really so writing this yours. up, yeah, <laughs> anyone who was really writing this up as a review, we only got a pre-release patch, mm-hmm. not the final software that's going to be going out to consumers, but a pre-release patch two days before the embargo lifted. 
So you tell me who can properly review all of the ins and outs and performance and expectations on a super expensive premium folding tablet in two days. And I, you, I, I've also got a bridge to sell you in New York. <laughs> um, I, I, I purposely reached out to TK at the event to say, hey, we should split some of this up. And I think we're both sort of of a mind where... There are some companies who are judged, they're graded on a very ungenerous curve yeah. when tech yeah. reviewers get to use those products under embargo yeah. because they will deliver a conclusion on that product in a state that no consumer will ever see. And what we're using right yeah. now, no mm -hmm. consumer, no one who buys the open is going to see the software that we've been using. Exactly. And, and like you said in your tweet, more than likely there is going to be another update closer to when the actual public release availability for this yeah. device. And, and and what I say, what I really always found, like I found it, and I'm not trying to point fingers, but like one title was even saying, you know, right hardware, wrong price. I'm like, yeah, compared to what? How? Compared to what? <laughs> what are you comparing wrong price? Is it just by de facto because it's a OnePlus? It means it needs to be It's exactly cheaper? it. Because yeah, I, I got a bunch of comments it. about that. Yeah. That and I'm sure you right did too. No, but, but that's the thing. Like this, this prejudgment, I, I got a comment on one of my posts on Twitter. I mean, on Instagram. It's just like, you know, um, slow SOC, bad cameras. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, dude. Seriously, if you're, gonna, if, you're, if you're trying to just egg me to start a conversation, start an argument over something like that, right. like, obviously you don't know the tech. And then number two, you don't have the phone. So therefore, like it's... Well, and, and regardless, because I mean, we can come to conclusions on products that we don't own, but it, it, it really is the gamesmanship. I, I, on Instagram, yeah. I, I shared a couple sample photos. I'm very impressed with the cameras on the, the OnePlus Open. But then again, it's also, I feel like techies who have been complaining about OnePlus cameras, like anyone who can't get a phenomenal photo out of a OnePlus since the OnePlus 8 Pro is basically telling you that they are miserable at photography. They're basically telling on themselves that they're that bad at photography that they can't get an incredible shot out of a OnePlus. And I think you should believe those people. They are telling you the truth that they suck super bad. Um, but but the same thing, like someone on my photo post on Instagram was like, oh, they're good, but it's not like anything we haven't seen before. And just on a whim, I click on the guy's page and it's just pixel, 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 pixel. Oh, my God, I love my pixel. Pixels are so great. And you're like, yeah, that kind of plays that tracks. <laughs> it, it just my thing is you don't have to be team one team only and one team only only you know like if you don't if it's not this thing you have to bash it and that, i think at the end of the day when you look at it, the the experience of what we're getting here this is i mean again i i, I always say that if, if the piece if the tech can't speak for itself and it can't hold its own then you're you're rightfully able to criticize it based on what it's not able to but you have to do the work you have to show yeah. that it doesn't do the that, that it does not perform um I got an, a, a very unique opportunity that I got to travel internationally with the OnePlus Open and put an eSIM mm -hmm. into it, configure it, um, and I'm not sure why I'm yeah. getting a call here. I, I did a weekender trip out to go hit the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta, which is why my sort of podcast schedule got a little off this week, and felt pretty good not traveling with the laptop, knowing I could turn to my OnePlus Open to get a variety of different tasks done 
Um, even things that uh, the pre-brief that we were mm -hmm. at were incorrect, like having video output through the that USB-C was a, port. Yeah, that was. A, I was very happy for you to be able to prove us, uh, prove us not wrong, but like at least point that out because that that was even something that uh, um, what's it called? Um, Oppo didn't share. Nope. I I, I felt after, so bad. So yeah, Michal like, was sitting at my table. Yeah, yeah. While we were doing the brief. I thought he saw me because it took a long time to set these up because we were on like the hotel conference room Wi-Fi and it was just not working well at all. No. But I thought he saw that I got it through the setup process and I plugged in a pair of TCL glasses while we were at lunch together. I, I wasn't making a huge deal out of it because I really wanted to scurry off and tell my buddy TK first, but I was like, oh, hey, this is cool. So there's this whole conversation. I think it was on threads. Yeah. And it, like... Michelle's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't have video output because that's what they said at the Q&A when someone asked. And I felt awful because, like, Michelle, you were sitting at my table, dude. <laughs> like, you were right next to me. It wasn't even like there were people sitting in between us. Our backpacks were touching, you know, <laughs> like, oh, no. And so someone linked my video to Michelle like, well, some gadget guy would disagree, jerk who doesn't that. know anything about phones and you're like oh oh that's not how we do this me and michelle are cool no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no don't no, do no, that no. Not, not oh that. that's bad so when i was in <laughs> when i was in korea with um on for the samsung thing that was one thing that was one of the first things he asked and he uh, he he yeah. li he linked one of my videos i did a reel uh, or an instagram reel for it because um, a lot of people weren't talking about it. Like nobody was mentioning no. that you had video out. And and the fact that the open and the the N3 support video out, um, it's a, it is a absolute feature that you need to be aware of. Like AR glasses, Roket glasses, X-Real glasses, those are big ticket items. Mm -hmm. and, and oh, speaking of which, I forgot and I don't know where I put my, my glasses. Like <gasps> I didn't, I, I was supposed to pack them on the trip and I, I oh, get on no. the flight and I don't know where they are. So this is why when you were talking about glasses and video out, I'm like, God, that would be the worst trip ever if I didn't have my XR no, glasses. Dude, seriously, 16 hours without a single. I mean, oh my god! And then on the I was way like, back, it's a 90 minute flight to, to to New Mexico. Like it's longer for us to drive down to LAX than it is to fly <laughs> to fly to, to New, New Mexico. Mexico. And even then, I was like, I need my glasses. I need no, them. but I seriously don't know where they are. Like I'm like I'm right now. I'm like. That is not a good thing, but so the long the um, the the point obviously is it's little things like that, like the fact that we yeah. have video output. Uh, some of the multitasking functions that uh, that Oppo the, the way Oppo introduced introduced it was basically PC like functionalities on your foldable, and I, I truly believe that that recent function that we have or the recent file uh, function that we have with the drag and drop into an email. Yeah so nice such a nice thing like you take a whole sure. bunch of pictures you jump you open up gmail you don't have to click and trying to find the finder no click recent boom 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 send um I, like with just a minor things. tweak i really hope that we'll see that become just a proper file manager not yeah. like the recent organization where you've got it divided into categories just turn it into a half screen file manager yeah, yeah. but or then pop, i can drag yeah, like and drop from any folder and yeah. we're so close. We're so close to a Windows-like experience. And and again, Microsoft started started us off on that conversation with drag and drop in Android through mm -hmm. the duos. Samsung, I think, helped contribute a lot to the direction yeah. that we see. So Google Samsung going does that. As, yeah, they do team. support that. It's not like it's not like a it's a foreign thing. But I haven't yet. seen anything like OnePlus's implementation, and it's working on apps that I never would have suspected. Like I was dropping audio files 
into my podcast mixing program, which is if you've been following my channel, Audio Evolution is ancient. <laughs> it's an old Android app. So the notion that it is properly recognizing when a file is being dropped on its timeline, that it's able to do that is is kind of incredible. Like that's 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 a desktop operating system awareness and, and, of, and, of and file I, management. And LumaFusion runs because for my side, I, I remember the day we went to the the football game with TCL. Yeah. I edited a reel entirely done on mm -hmm. the, uh, on the on the open, and I so and I you know I was running it in DumaFusion, setting it up, drag and dropping, doing everything, changing transitions, putting a little like all of that stuff. It's like so nice to do. Um, the form factor is very conducive, and and again, it's it doesn't feel like it's two phones. Like I don't feel like when I have this in my pocket that it's two separate phones. And I and I will yeah. say that obviously I'm using a very thin case. We still haven't seen a lot of cases and accessories that were going to come in. If th those may change the experience, but the one they include in the box, super nice, super slim, mm -hmm. and um, just gives a little bit of a coverage. It minimizes the bump if you remove it. It just a little the bit, bump yeah. is not not as bad. Um, not that it's bad. It just obviously, if you want the cameras, you want the performance, you need to have a little bump. We know that now. Um, and and the fact that the optics that we get in here, as we're and, you know, with some of the because yeah. I posted some pictures as well from Singapore, um, they're just crazy good. It's really like, good hardware. Like the, the, even in low light, I took a selfie with the whole marina from Singapore on top of one of their yeah. one of the buildings over there, and the bokeh, the the little bubble lights in the background, all of that done like butter. It's like, I, I was mean, nice. I, I was a little frustrated because, again, you know, during the, the the presentation, and I think they also repeated some of this on their live stream. Yeah, it's really difficult to untangle some of the marketing claims, mm -hmm. but I at least appreciated that OnePlus wasn't just look at all the megapixels. Aren't don't you need more megapixels? But they were starting to draw some of those comparisons between things that I don't feel consumers really understand, like. Mm -hmm. Um, the way that this stacked sensor from oh, Sony yeah, yeah. acquires light and processes light gives it the capabilities that are similar to a one-inch type sensor, and that's mm -hmm. accurate. But the way that it's put into marketing, it just makes it sound like it's the same as a one-inch sensor. And you're like, no, no. It, yeah. Optically, it performs very different than a one-inch type sensor, but the way that individual photons gather in trenches for pixels and subpixels and mm -hmm. divisions of subpixels gives you light acquisition capabilities similar to a larger Better sensor. light acquisition that's similar so to what you'd expect yeah this feels like kind of a return to the uh a very close like a kind of a return to the glory days of like the one plus nine Mm -hmm. We've got oh, cool. a better ultra wide sensor. We've got yep. a really nice telephoto sensor, and we've got really a main nice. camera sensor that's just nipping at the heels of a more photography focused phone. I, I, I feel like there's still a little polish that we need to see on the software, even with Absolutely. the patch. Yeah, this yeah. is one of the slowest night modes I've ever used. I was out doing my my some of my low light samples for the camera deep dive that we'll eventually get to, and I was getting like eight and nine second hold still we're gonna do a night mode shot and you're like oh okay well, that's not good in an age of like how how low light was the low light i mean are we talking about this uh, some... you'd have i mean like if you've ever seen my camera reviews it's it gets pretty dark out here there's it, one yeah. setup there's one setup i do where like to the human eye you can't see anything okay except yeah. for like some of the little walkway lights and they mm -hmm. barely illuminate out 
past the housing of the little light. So those I expect, like even on my Vivos, that can be like a six second hold still long, uh, long exposure. But even on like I'm standing in front of a street lamp, so I'm getting as much night light as Mm -hmm. I can get in my neighborhood. And I go to hit the button and it could still be like an eight or nine second scan. So little little things like that, I feel like the software still needs to catch up to the hardware Mm -hmm. outside of pushing it to the the limits of a smartphone camera setup this has been phenomenal uh hdr daylight photography 4k 60 across all three sensors i like that I was yep. a little disappointed that hdr is not available on the ultra wide but you do get hdr on the main and the telephoto and that telephoto i don't know where they came from but omnivision has been surprisingly good lately it's so been, it's the, really the the this is one of the more, one of my more favorite uh, telephoto yeah. lenses. Even at six x, even when we go mm-hmm. into that lossless zoom, when they're doing the the sensor it's cropping, it, it it is absolutely a beautiful trick to do as yeah. opposed to going digital. Doing it's, that hybrid it's Xiaomi level repixeling. Yeah. So that mosaic that Xiaomi is really good at, and that Google got way better at with the Seven Pro. Yeah. The OnePlus Open is neck and neck with Pixel Seven Pros. It in some re-sampling. areas, actually, I, like I was in some of the areas, I was so I was shooting a lot with the Pixel Eight Pro because I obviously we just got our Eight Pro before right, right, I left, right. and with the Open, and in some areas, like seriously, like they're they're getting pretty close to each other, especially yeah. when I'm doing like the three X, the a little bit more of a zoom. I mean, even just in full like daylight, the, the image processing. This is one of the things I've always wanted, and not 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 that I'm not appreciating what OnePlus has done over the years. And how dare you, how, TK? How dare how dare, I? dare you? How dare are you, my friend? That's how I say. <laughs> It's funny because it means but. <laughs> Absolutely. If you didn't get it, <laughs> please read the clip notes. Um, this is one of the very few times where we, where that synergy between OnePlus and Oppo has meant that we get the color science that I've appreciated from Oppo for quite some time. And it yeah. transferred straight over. There was no yep. transition. There was no changes. And I think this is where a lot of people are not because they're not realizing because if they've, if they've always if they only used OnePlus devices for the last few years, they've been experiencing OnePlus's flavor and improvements over the years for camera photography. And I'm not yeah. I'm not this, I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm saying is they've improved quite a bit. But there's also been sure. where OnePlus sorry, where Oppo's been more of the adventurous, experimental in the camera mm-hmm. department, much more Put a than microscope Oppo. on the back of your phone. Absolutely. Because, Every year yeah. we got a new Find X, it was like, what are we getting this year? And and that's the type of technology you know Vivo also on the other side. They've been I feel like much much more advanced in the, in that field than when OnePlus sure. was. OnePlus was having bigger risks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So getting that experience, and then you know I didn't get a chance to play too much with the with the uh, the N3, but on on the few samples that I saw, that they didn't really there was no difference. No. With the settings being exactly the same, you're able to tune the configuration on the device to the yeah. exact same the, settings. The apps, and and especially with the Find X Six, yeah, uh, the the apps are exceedingly similar. And mm-hmm. this partnership with Hasselblad, it, it it's frustrating to me because I think a lot of techies start poo-pooing the camera partnerships like, oh, it's just like whatever, it's just like a label or something. Mm-hmm. But forgetting literally every time we've seen a manufacturer partner with a traditional photography brand, not the first year, but within a reasonable time frame, every single one of those phone cameras has gotten substantially better starting with huawei 
mm -hmm. into Nokia's and Lumia's. Every single time we've seen that that camera company label, mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it ever got enough credit. But like um, BlackBerry, like, like, yeah, Leica with Xiaomi right now is like crazy. Leica with Xiaomi is, is crushing is like Huawei like, with Leica. Yes, exactly. Used to crush. Vivo Xiaomi. with Zeiss. He's crushing. I mean, yep. Sony is a photography company. They make great phone cameras too. You know, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> every single time that we've, we've paired this up. Yeah. So the very first time that we got a Hasselblad label on a OnePlus, mm -hmm. I think it was a few kind of fun tricks. We got X-Pan later as like a feature upgrade to the camera after the launch of the phone. Sure. Mm -hmm. But the decisions a OnePlus camera makes, starting with the 9 Pro, fundamentally different than what OnePlus cameras used to do with like a 6 or a 6T or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's, it's to me, it's like we, we're, we're, we're purposely missing the point when it's, when it's a OnePlus, when, when it, 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 it behooves us to find something to kind of shrug and say, oh, but that's just like a gimmick or something like and, that. And, but that's the thing. It, it's, but now it's, we've got Oppo and OnePlus basically arriving at the same style. Yep. And that's really exciting because like, it doesn't really matter what region you're in. It doesn't really matter what company you end up buying into. There's a camera consistency now that is, it's very specific. It's a one plus flavor of photography. And I think the Hasselblad partnership has done a lot to kind of help raise that game. It's just like McDonald's French fries. You, they taste the exact same here as they taste in Paris. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, it's like if you ever have to kind of like, how, how do I compare this to somebody else? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like if you, if you have a restaurant, like a chain of restaurants that serves food in your area, and you go to another area that has the same chain of restaurants, a.k.a. McDonald's, sure. and you're like, wait, the fries taste the same. I'm like, well, they're supposed to. You're supposed to yeah. get that consistent experience. So the the this is what I'm hoping, and this is where I'm starting. I mean, obviously, the pre-orders are starting. They opened up. There's a lot of deals going on. The one thing that I, I think most people that were commenting on the whole, um, you know, well, like, this is the wrong, you know, right hardware, wrong price. Like, out <laughs> of the box, OnePlus, was, OnePlus has this, and, and according to what they said, again, at the launch event, I'm hoping that that, that, that does actually stick, that they were going to have it for quite some time where you can trade in any device, even if it's a busted device, and they'll yeah. still give and you a two hundred dollars, at least two hundred dollars yeah. off, making this a fourteen ninety nine. But I want to, I, I want to attack wrong price immediately at MSRP. Yeah, it, that, that, yeah. I had, a, I had, an, I have my own reservations against that statement because all they're what trying game to are do we there. Playing? Yeah, what, what? Where's the standard? Where, where is that line in the sand that you suddenly just right? You, you, OnePlus needs to be the discounted price at, at launch. Well, uh, TK, it doesn't, it doesn't have, it doesn't have wireless charging, and that's a fail. Yeah, this okay, one feature so, has completely decided for every single person on the planet. One feature is all it takes for everybody to decide that it's not good enough or worth it's enough. And, 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 and if it that, had that one feature, I would still not buy it because I would want a Samsung instead. But it doesn't have that feature, so I'm allowed to say that that's what's the deal breaker because it broke the deal because it's only one thing. It's a very big deal. I know. And I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think we should just write it off at this point. Just call it. Call so it I can I can cherry pick one one feature and then so is say it, is that it that's wrong the hardware thing. right price then. Can we change the title to that? <laughs> I'd like I'd like that. It's can wrong can... hardware wrong price. <laughs> Nothing OnePlus can do unless they spend three billion dollars a year on marketing. I remember my fifth grade math. Two negatives <laughs> makes a positive, my friend. Wrong By price, the transitive wrong, property. Wrong. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Isn't that how we do it? 
But no, no I want to I want to attack this at MSRP because yeah, at yeah. MSRP we have a 512 gig phone with some of the best cameras I've ever seen on a foldable. Absolutely, this is the biggest thing ever. They this is same and it's the same thing they did with their Flip. Yep. They didn't compromise on the hardware when it comes to the cameras. They, this is where people like, you know, like when you buy a flip, you typically expect it to have average cameras, you know, 12 megapixel cameras, both, you know, one ultra wide, one standard. They put a legit telephoto lens on their flip phone, like a legit mm -hmm. telephoto, like who has a telephoto on the flip phone? So that started there. And then when they went with their first foldable, they didn't hold back. Now, yes, they didn't give us a one inch sensor, but keep in mind that what they're giving you here is a, a trilogy or basically a trifecta of perfect lenses to capture the moments that you want to be in using it's like the a baby version of the find x absolutely every sensor absolutely. gets a downgrade but they're pretty close the find x6 pro still holds the crown i will say that right now yes the find x6 so pro good. still holds the crown but when we i'll start fight you looking... with the xiaomi 13 ultra but at this point we're we're debating the two best cameras they're both great pies they're both great pies there's just different flavors it depends on the flavor of the pie that you like and and, and every time you walk you walk around with either the the, the 13 ultra so, or the x uh, find x6 so, Pro, so um I I, I I want to just wrap up that point about price because it's yeah, not yeah. just it's not just storage it's not just about having an 8 gen 2 i mean I posted my performance charts over on patreon.com slash I, I saw the guy. email. I didn't get a chance to yeah, check it out. Sorry. Yeah. I, I am shocked at the performance OnePlus is getting out of a foldable. Because if you understand any basic physics, we should always expect foldables to operate at a slight performance deficit because you actually end up with less surface area to get heat out of the mm -hmm. SOC. And OnePlus in the high-performance battery mode is doing something voodoo in there to eke out some of the wins that I've seen in, in much more compute-heavy tasks. And again, I test like video editing and rendering. I test audio mixed down. I do a stupid test with batch photo processing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've never seen anything like this. And it, and it kind of breaks my casual assertion that Foldables should always perform worse than their slate counterparts because now OnePlus has broken how I grade my my, my curve grading on yeah, because on that they, curve. they they've been treated more about the foldable function than about them being a phone, and mm -hmm. I think initially maybe within the first couple of years maybe that was true well, it was and, more of a but, you you sacrifice certain things because you wanted that experience yeah but we're at the point now that we yeah like you 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 mentioned it i mean honor has already been proven xiaomi already has been proven multiple generations of foldables samsung has five generations of foldables and then of course oneplus is coming into the game but, but technically this is the third iteration because we need to remember yeah. this Oppo's may be been the at this game yeah, for a while this may yeah. be the first oneplus branded version but oppo has had here okay good this this i actually do have hands on with it. but while, while so you're OPPO digging has... that up Two oh, versions see, of this I already. love that little guy. Hold see, on, let me. They have two me... versions of this already yeah. out on the market. They just didn't have it's them. In so cute. I love it is. It. No, no, little. But that's the thing. Like it's the baby version. Like so, uh, the the, I, the frustration yeah, here, of that oh, slightly wow. shorter. Yeah, see, um, it, the, the frustration the of all of that has been <laughs> people looking at foldables and they kind of just do what the commercials do. Like, yeah. look, I opened it, and you're like, okay, cool. But what do you do on it? And then it, we're trusting yeah. people that can't review tablets to talk about what a foldable phone can do. And you're like, what do you do on it? Well, a tablet is a solution in search of a problem. Okay. So tell me what problems it can solve. Yeah. Oh, but 
but it's not. It's up to the to the user. If you have a problem, you would have to figure out if it could solve. Like, no, 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 no. Don't play that game. But where I've been very consistently impressed and very very consistently surprised is this feels like the best of every part of the OnePlus ecosystem right now. It yeah. comes with more storage than either mm-hmm. the phone or the tablet. It's got video output, which neither the phone or the tablet has. And it still maintains the fastest charging available in North America, which is another thing that I think Samsung and Apple heavy reviewers write off. Is it fundamentally changes your relationship with your phone where I don't care about wireless charging when 10 minutes on a charger can get me about a day of use. And that's mixing between both screens without having to sit there and be worried about how much battery life I've got because I, yeah. another no. five minutes will get me through the night. No, no, that was very, <laughs> that was very, very, um, it, it, it's always been a it's kind of like a big challenge for me when I, when we change different devices, we jump from one phone to the other. I love the, the Xperia one Mark five. And I really like the, uh, the yeah. one, sorry, the uh, pixel eight pro, but while traveling, while when they you have very little so amount of time, slow. it is so slow charging. I was it shooting is... the video and I accidentally had let my Pixel Fold get down to low battery warning. It is it's not so it's... slow. It's it, this is this is why because I think with the comments that we saw because we were at the same event and then there were still some comments going on on Twitter as well. I don't disagree that I feel like wireless charging is a it's a it's a feature that people appreciate and they, they like and I and I like it as well. But I never use wireless charging to charge my device. I use it to top off. It's more of the resting. Uh, give me a couple of percentages in there, but I never rely yeah. on it to charge my phone. Well, and, and, and have you played with wireless charging in your car? Because I cannot use it in Southern California in the summer. So in the summer, it gets very hot because of the wear yeah. position. In Teslas, because the charger is under and behind the display, mm-hmm. it never sits in the sun. So it, it's not as bad of a concern. And I, okay. like I said, I, I, I appreciate having it in the car when I want to charge. But that charging speed when you go to wired connection and also i, I wanted to kind of say this I, I think i may have mentioned it at the at the launch at the when we were all together and so on oneplus makes an 80 watt car charger for your phone mm-hmm. so having having that in, having, having that being said walking all around in singapore in 90 90 to 95 degree heat with full humidity and rain Yep. And coming back to the hotel all day with battery, come back. I sit down for maybe 30 minutes, change, whatever. I'm back to about 50% battery and I'm yeah. like ready to go. Like this is the level. And then when I plug in my pixel, I'm like, I got like oh. maybe 10%. Yeah. And, and and it's not that I like don't want to um, like, I, I okay. So I, I, I understand battery safety and I understand the little, there are certain things sure. that most American, I mean, with the exception of Moto, I feel like Moto is definitely up there. 30 watt is, is still there, but they do offer, I think, a faster charging, if I'm not mistaken, on their... So Moto is the only other company in North America that's selling a 67 watt. Is yeah. it 67 or 68? But anyway, somewhere in there. It's above yeah. 60 It's watt above charging. 60 watt charging. Yeah. And But those are the things that you really need to understand. I also appreciate it also in more Asian countries where, you know, like where we hear some conversations in India where power goes out. You don't have yeah. enough time to sit there and wait for the phone for an hour and whatever to charge <laughs> up from zero to hundred percent. You basically have 30 minutes or whatever, or you plug it in, you get it off. And I think that's a very important tech. So 
it's not the fastest. I'll be very honest. Opal and uh, Opal does make faster devices. I think Realme and internationally mistaken, it'll support faster charging. Yeah. It's just not here in the United States. So I tried it outside. It didn't go higher. I tried oh, it, in, it in Singapore. It did not go over. I mean, at least it, the it, just, it kept setting, say, in 67. 67. They, they might have it locked down just for They may have the, it locked down. Yeah. yeah. On, the 11, on the 11, it does go up. That'll do. Yeah. yeah. 80 watt on the 11, that was true because it, so the moment I, I left. I got to. I got to put you on the spot. Uh, Mini Me has has the Sophie's Choice question of the podcast, and uh, TK, you got to answer this. It's going to gut you. Only asking on the software. Do you prefer the OnePlus over the Pixel? Bum, bum, bum. I honestly, I, I like the OnePlus more. I, I like Pixel. <gasps> I like I like Pixel. Oh snap, boy! No, I mean the, the, the reality is customization <laughs> and built-in features. I've I find OnePlus launcher is more customizable. Yeah. Um, at least in and you're saying OnePlus and Pixel. You're not saying OnePlus Open. This is a little different there. Um, but the ability of changing the the grid, the shortcuts, the the different options that you're able to, to change sure. in there, I feel like OnePlus, sorry, Oppo and OnePlus have had more customizations built in into their UI, and they they keep adding mm-hmm. more and more. Pixel, I think Material U is is nice. I think it's it's a it's their own flavor of Pixel uh, software. And again, we're talking software. We're not talking about how the images work, how the sure. all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, from the, a software standpoint, rest. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxygen OS for me would be if I had to choose, I would go with Oxygen OS because it's closer right. to what I used to do back in the day. I used to mod yeah. my phone to kind of yeah. get closer to what that is to, to get some of those additional features. I yeah. really like. What the because I'm 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 narrowing Mini Me's question down to Pixel Fold versus OnePlus Open just for us being OnePlus Open week. Absolutely, I really like what the Pixel Fold is doing, and mm-hmm. I like how clean, how familiar it will be if we start playing with more Android tablets that yeah. are using similar software UIs. But the additions of how OnePlus is adding better navigation tools like we've been mm-hmm. saying with th- th- this is so nitpicky it's not a fair like i would not use this as like a data point for um telling someone to buy or not buy the pixel fold mm-hmm. this is very very one being persnickety because he's used a bunch of different silly gadgets but like if i if i pull this up yeah. Okay, so I've got a web browser up and it's blown out because of my camera settings, but That's how it is. Here here's here's a gesture where you get your oops, I don't want to send it all the way home. I now I pull up the little dock at the bottom. Yeah. So that was one little swipe. Now I tap again and it pulls the traditional app drawer yeah. blocking everything. And there's almost no conveyance that from here I can long press drag you have to deliberately drag off of the app drawer, which takes up a good chunk of your screen, and then you can split screen two apps side by side. Because we're, if anyone even knows about split screening, it's been because of the multitasking view mm-hmm. on an Android phone, not because of any other additional gesture. There's very little conveyance in how do you shortcut the activity of getting two apps side by side. And when you pull up that traditional um, web browser, I mean, web browser. When you pull up the traditional app drawer, I worry that people are just going to treat this like an old iPad. Oh, now I can open up another app full screen. I, I I pull up this thing, and then I can open up another app full screen. 
And it's the little changes that OnePlus, the little additions that OnePlus has for the recents folder and for a half screen uh, app drawer that I think better sell two apps at the same time, the multitasking experience and getting two apps together. And and the fact that you could just do this. Yeah. Swipe down and center. You just already open and I just click whatever other app I want to open. And now I'm split screen. The the gesture support is Very, pretty it, nice, but it's consistent. it's never going to be. This is the, the, yeah. the swipe down in the center has been in their devices for quite some time. So this isn't yeah. like um, it, it, they've continued it and it it translates very nicely. The side launcher, even when you're using it on the front yep. display, they they have a side launcher that goes a on the shortcut top, off the, the side there too, and it has <laughs> your recent files on it right there. I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to zoom in into, and and like, I want to say. Was right it there. Android? Was it Android twelve that introduced the the more organic float and pause for floating windows? You know how oh, you, you would mean, drag an app to the top corner of the screen and then it would and then it, it switch goes to into a floating window. I want to say it. Uh, I want to say it was Android twelve. It could be twelve. Uh, I I, wanna, but, I almost want to say that I think OnePlus and Xiaomi have no sorry Xiaomi's had it longer. Okay, they have had it All earlier. Right. I think it was, I couldn't it remember who, who beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, it was Xiaomi yeah. that had it first. Oppo brought it uh, in Color OS eleven, and okay. um, the reason why but I know what that I, what it was I, one of my fl- yeah the floating pop up windows, what they call it. But what I like there is we're watching BBK in general, but specifically the Oppo flavor of the BBK side of the business. Very consistent. This and, is how my day uh, started, by the way. That's great. I saw at the airport in Singapore, they have a thing called the Jewel, which is like a massive mall built into the airport. <laughs> so at 6 a.m. in in the airport, your boy is standing there. The waterfall wasn't even oh, on. It was supposed yeah. to work. And that's how my day started. 6 a.m. Singapore time, which is 6 p.m. New York time, 3 p.m. here. So for your time at 3 p.m. on in on Thursday, on Friday. Yeah, Thursday mm-hmm. is when I started to get here. Coming back. <laughs> that took a long time. No, to that, that's back. how long my day was. Like, seriously, that's yeah. when it started. And, and you're was, technically uh, on tomorrow, but it's today. It, it's dude. It was so weird being in the future. Like I want to yeah. tell you, going to Singapore, I in, I lost. Just tell an me what stocks day. to invest in. I feel like it's. But really I lost rude all of Monday. That the, the, the the 16th does not exist in yeah. my memory. I did nothing on Monday the 16th. Like I was seriously, I was on a plane. I landed on the morning of the 17th. I left on the on Sunday the fifteenth, so the sixteenth does not exist. I lost an entire twenty four hours, man. Like the things I could have been doing, it's playing tough. games and stuff. No, I know. I, I finished the whole season of Demon Slayer because uh, they just released nice. a new one, and I binge watched. I actually took my Xiaomi Pad with me, which is that little tablet just surprises me so much. But I also loaded up a lot of content on here. Yeah, I have a new pair of buds that I got from. Oh my god, I forgot the name of it. Um, it's why do i always forget these things is that the poly yeah the polys yeah i finally got the polys did you get them? i just got them too hey tell me that this case isn't kind of rad dude like on a plane bluetooth connectivity i was watching everything yeah on bluetooth because i i daisy chained this to the to the stereo yep. system into the airplane it's like a little ever. transmitter, and then it, All it your comes with its own 3.5 millimeter to USB-C cable. Oh, my God. Kind of ridiculous. It, it is a win for the... For the yeah, we'll apparently both have something to say about poly <laughs> in future videos. There'll be poly so, conversations going on. So I, it's time for us to render our final conclusion where we'll never talk about OnePlus ever again. Oh, um, man, that was so quick. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I I mean, but we we're, we're actually late. 
We're, we're so 2000 and late. We should have had our long-term, all comparisons, full review, don't buy it, buy something uh, else instead, video out. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell like you yesterday. Overall, from the pre-release software with a little bit of hiccups that we had to deal with till, till we got that patch to fix some, some of the things mm-hmm. in there, um, the, the device... <sighs> It's a phone that I'm. I'm moved. I'll, I'll say this: it, this is going to be my primary driver, my main daily nice. driver device. This is the device I'm moving into. The reason mm-hmm. why I didn't move into it yet is they told us about the the patch that was supposed to come out, and it came sure. out again. The reason why yeah. I kept mentioning Monday the 16th as a day that I missed. Everybody got their their patch update on Monday, of... and I got it a Tuesday because I landed. Yeah, you were an, even <laughs> a day thing. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, look, I. I'm very impressed with the first list hardware wise. I'm impressed with what they've done. I'm mm-hmm. impressed with the, the, the quality of the materials, the, the, the hinge, the cameras. Well, This uh, is a good question we got from Ha Sam just to kind of interject and to support what you're saying right there. Yeah. What color do you like better? Cause we got to see both, but we both ended up with the, the faux leather black. Yeah. And I, and I got to see all three and, um, uh, one plus, please. Let's 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 stay okay. on title for uno mas, no problema, <laughs> uno mas. Oh no 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 one yeah yeah uno mas. Uh, so here's, I'll tell you what I want is yeah. I want what I have with the Xiaomi 13 Ultra. I want green, green. in the vegan leather. So, but uh, I think yeah. I I prefer personally going vegan leather over green. In in the between the two colors, if if I had to make a decision between the two. I, at, at the t- initially when I first when we were first sitting there and I was we were looking in the and I noticed I got the uh, the, the the black color that I got and mm-hmm. I, at that point I, I by the way I did not open the box yet this was just me reading the color on the back of the box and nobody Perfect. had opened it because there was a thing going on um, I initially actually tried to go back and see if there was they were they were willing to switch me to a green um, and then uh, our friend over uh, at OnePlus kind of gave me the the heads up it's like well just so you know there's it's two different materials they're not all the same just different colors. Yeah. Because that's what I was expecting, and then yes, I'm with you. I, I actually I prefer going with the the fake the fake leather, the vegan leather, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, material on the black one. I think that one looks leatherette. Well, but not only that, it also turns out to be the lighter of all three uh, of all three colors. Yeah. If you had to kind of compare, just the one plus is by itself. It's like about the other five one grams is, is like a is is like a glass, a, a it, chemically the, treated the, glass. The material, yeah, so the material it, it actually does on, save you another five grams. Which is, I mean, <laughs> not that I was sitting there like, oh, my God, you know, that was a deal. But breaker. I mean, it's the difference between that and a bumper case. Well, no, absolutely. But I mean, they both yeah. get the so bumper you, case. You so have, you have more side protection at the same weight mm-hmm. going with the vegan leather option. But really, I just, for the few times I've even peeled it out of that case, I just like the feel of holding on to it without yeah. a glass back. So I, if we could get a couple more color options like that, I would love green in but that's that's why I went, that was why i was asking for it i've i've enjoyed the the oneplus green color for quite some time prior to that it used to be the oneplus blue they used to do blue very yeah. nicely um so but then they changed changed I over mean, so green became the thing after the nothing whole thunder beats thunder purple, thunder purple though that, that thunder purple i know i know one plus thunder, thunder purple thunder buddies my right my friend with thunder buddies for life yep. yeah sorry every time we say thunder purple lights like I, I get thunder buddies <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay sorry my brain buddies. <laughs> the fight crime but yes so the, the the biggest thing I'll, I'll probably say is on the gold side the gold felt very close to the green 
But then mm. again, when you put it in a case, the the case yeah. on I think all three is pretty much the same. It's that f- a plasticky faux leather black look. plastic bumper. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that old um, Samsung I think Note Four. You know, the removable back one that had that fake. Yeah, it feels a lot thing. like that. Yeah, it's a little bit more rigid. It doesn't have quite the same squish as yeah. the proper vegan leather, but it's not sandstone exactly. and it's not hard plastic like uh, Vivos. Exactly. The Vivo well, so, black bumper so, is a surprisingly, harder plastic. OnePlus does have a protective case. They did put out a protective case oh. in both black and green. It's on their website, but it's not available yet. It just says notify me. Uh, and it was like 50 bucks, but it's a, it definitely looks nice. And nice. I'm almost tempted that if I do pick that one up, I probably will pick up the green one just so that I'm able to kind of so, play a little bit of switchers. I'm hoping uh, – I've already forgotten the name of the company, but it, it, he was bouncing around in the chat for a second. Michael Peppertech. Mm-hmm. was the one who clued me in on my Pixel Fold case. And this okay. was like one of the least expensive Pixel Fold cases on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenally good. I have not taken my I, Pixel I saw, Fold I saw some cases out of this on, case. Uh, uh, on the open on, the, so on, uh, on Amazon. I need to see if the, the same company that made this mm-hmm. has also made one for the OnePlus Open. I think I'm going to give that a try. And hopefully mm-hmm. it's like it's another like $7 case because that's – crazy for foldables right now it is and, and this one because it doesn't have any curve any you know curved edges or whatever it's pretty much it's it should it's be an, pretty straightforward pretty yeah. straightforward case to make um and the dimensions and everything again it closes flat there's no gap that goes through speakers sound fantastic the fingerprint sensor is very responsive the ui elements and everything on the outside runs exactly as a oneplus device look you open it up and everything just mirrors and runs with it i would say my only thing and it isn't again it isn't a oneplus thing but the navigation bar if you do want to install a third-party launcher just be aware that that goes away <laughs> that yeah. android does not allow us to share that function with third-party custom launchers and i think this is something that's becoming more and more prevalent with as we've been since ever even android 12 Custom launchers don't get all the love. Like custom launchers, pretty much, basically say, "Hey, I want to live in a yeah, custom they, launcher." They, and especially on the, the short yeah. staff since uh, Android 11. Well, so. yes, Samsung does, has been doing the same thing. Yeah, they remove some of their functionalities the moment you change the launcher. Um, and OnePlus, the the thing I liked about the bar, the navigation bar at the bottom, is you know, as you're in there you, in the standard launcher. When you're using it in, st- in tablet mode, it's sitting prominent. When you open up an app, it stays right there at the bottom. It mm-hmm. just shrinks down, and you're able to hide it if you want to. So you can hide the bar and bring it back up. But once you switch to, let's say, Nova or anything else, that entire functionality goes out. It, it all breaks. The yeah. side, but the, but though the side launcher doesn't go away, so you still have access to that recent in the sidebar. Yeah, if you like it, it but just, it's just not the, the same. The most recent improvements are coming to that taskbar, and I'm oh, absolutely no, no, I know. We'll see One of the reasons why I have not installed Nova, it's uh, I think again with the things that I like about what I do with Nova and everything, it's like I'll, I'll say this. Um, phone clone for, for <laughs> OnePlus right now does great at transferring all of our data and all of our options, but it does mm-hmm. not transfer your home screen organizational yeah. setup. So when I was transferring from my, my Find X6 Pro over to the OnePlus uh, Open, it, it didn't tra- it transferred all the apps, but it didn't. my home screen was just not organized correctly. I think that's 90% of why I like Nova. Everything is in the spot that I remember it. It's muscle memory automatic. Yeah. I don't have to relearn where my apps are. And um, that was about my only thing that I had to read. I was all into that. And then for our videos, I went and tested the desktop mode and it crashed and it nuked all of my home screens. (laughs) So (laughs) if you see the video that I put together on productivity, I am not being very productive because my 
my open home really... screens are totally blank. And I... I really couldn't take the time to like put everything back together and put the folders in. And because like I just shot that B roll of here's what it looks like when you plug on. Oh no, it nuked my home screen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's one of those things we have to like when you're when you're using something that is again unique to every device like a custom launcher makes it makes our life easier uh yeah. and, and nova runs beautifully on this there's no issues with nova nothing but wrong it's just with it. that additional but is that additional functionality you have to do and um yeah so that that was my only thing that it, i typically would have installed nova on it right away but i think I'll, you know for sure. my videos and so on i wanted to keep it uh, as the stock launcher and i like it i like oxygen os i like so what they're doing and i hope we've, obviously more features to come in with 14 and we've 14. had we'll a see what lot of conversations about foldables since like the first couple generations of samsung z folds mm -hmm. um i actually instead of me prefacing this i don't i don't want to set this up any different this year we've had the pixel fold the galaxy mm -hmm. z fold and yep. now the oneplus open here in the united states yep has this year, not one product specifically, but has this year changed your mind about how or who you would recommend a folding tablet to? So this would be, a pre this has been the first year where I've actually uh, actively convinced one of my family members to go to a foldable, which is weird. A folding tablet or a flip style? No, no, no. Folding tablet. Uh, okay. Uh, a, a, Z fold, uh, a Z Fold 5. Specifically, right. uh, so it's I, okay. So I'll say this: we've gone to the point where, yes, it is a foldable. Yes, it, uh, it, you shouldn't treat you shouldn't treat it as as a tablet with a glass display. But they're mm -hmm. not as fragile as they used to be. Like I okay. was playing, I was playing first person shooter games where it has to be millisecond of tapping and getting into the right level. You don't otherwise you're losing the game. You're not playing it. And, right. and you know, this is again the generational improvement that we've seen yeah. there. I let this, I let a seven year old play tower defense on, no. on my OnePlus Open. So and, yeah, and, I, I get and what you, you're saying. And and uh, um our so our, our, a buddy of mine, or I'm sure you probably know him, Ben Singh from yeah. um, XDA. Ben. So right before he got on the flight to go, because he was also with me during my trip on uh, to Singapore. He was riding his bike in LA and he had the fold at the open in his pocket and Ben doesn't like to put cases on mm -hmm. no case. The phone fell out of his pocket while he was riding a bike and he even yeah. caught it on camera lands on concrete. My friend bounces a couple of times and then face down to the ground. The phone worked beautifully. It has dings on the side, obviously because oh, it sure. landed on contract. The display didn't shatter. The display is not damaged by any means. The phone still runs beautifully. Mm -hmm. We're we're talking the design, the materials that they went with this. Again, they they this is. I, I, only it's more it robust is, than you think it will be. Yes, it is way more robust than you think. And this is why I'm feeling like when I recommended something, like even if it wasn't obviously, I'll, I'll tell you this much: my my brother really wanted this. Mm -hmm. My brother wanted the OnePlus Open, and he was like, "If they send you two, Please make sure. And I'm like, I, you have that one family. I, I have one family member also like, well, if they send you another one, you're like, they're not going to send me. Another. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, not going uh, to send yeah. me too. It's not like, so the thing is I gave him my old Z fold four and he liked it. It was pretty decent. It was like really crazy. Samsung decided to do $1,200 for a Z fold four. I'm like, I don't know how that made yeah. sense after the launch event, sure. but I told him, I said, look, you have the fold. It's yours. If you trade it in, 
for five, five, maybe 600 bucks more, you can get yourself a brand new one with a warranty. Everything will be under your name. You don't have to worry about whatever. And he chose that yeah. and he went with, with the Z Fold 5. And he's happy with it. This is the weird thing. It's yeah. been two months now. And I don't think I would have made that same recommendation a couple, maybe a year or maybe two years ago yet to a family member. Mm -hmm. Because it's more about like the the not only the stability of me just trusting it blindly. I don't think of mm -hmm. I don't treat this phone differently than I treat a regular phone anymore. Once you've had a few generations of these guys, you you realize obviously they're not built like with feathers and down pillows or whatever. They're they're able to handle certain things. <laughs> I feel like comfortable now that they think, yeah, we're able to get to the point where you know Samsung's putting out uh, you know the the Z Flip Five, the Motorola's uh, Razor Forty, or you know the Razor Plus. These right. are legit well-built material devices and i think we're, we need to appreciate that so i yeah i i'm actually much easily able to recommend a device like that but it's still not a recommendation for everybody not, not everybody's going to be able to enjoy I'm, this form factor I'm, I'm not as far along as you are i i feel like i was still trained with the duos and glass screens mm -hmm. and i look at some of my family members who have phones on contract still with busted screens and knowing like so, oh yeah that, so that can't exist with a foldable you can't have the cracked screen on no. the inside of of uh, of, of any folding or any flip or fold style phone. So I'm still very conservative. When I wrapped up my initial review all all that time ago on the Duo Two, mm -hmm. I still came to a conclusion where I was like, "Hey, this is a public beta. Uh, there is no such thing as a." mainstream idea of a folding mini tablet that turns into a phone these are all beta tests that you can buy in and and, and and i think even to this point we have to also give the the, the, the fact that yeah how 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 are repairs going to go with, with uh, oh yeah plus something like this because yeah. samsung with all of the all of the things that we talk about obviously they don't you know everything gets improved with software there's quite a bit of issues with their repair centers uh, yeah. claiming things that are not there or claiming things that are there, but they're different than what you submit. Like you send them a pristine device and then suddenly they're like, well, no, the display's cracked. I'm like, where? Show me. <laughs> they can't prove it. This right. is trade. I mean, I'm talking obviously about their trade-in, but their service sure, department sure, sure, as well. Sure. I've heard other stories on Twitter as well. So this is literally the time where I feel like OnePlus needs to hold their standards and and where they gave us the highest quality device that they were able to be able to put out for many years as a foldable hold mm -hmm. to that and make sure the experience transitions and, and translates to the user experience the same way as they want people to appreciate these devices because that's how people favor the brand that's how people go and know to trust the brand it's the knowing that god forbid something happens they got you yeah. back that's the thing, and especially like I, you said, with these type of devices, you can't walk around with a busted. Like maybe on the outside, I think, but on the yeah. inside, no way. I, I mean, I, I I take heart with. I mean, you were saying like, hey, I'm not really treating this much differently than I would a regular phone, mm -hmm. but I also feel as gadget reviewers, we're probably considering the handling of our devices far more than I, absolutely yes. Someone who buys one phone every three years and makes that their mainstream. Their, their main communication computer or, or, or they would like open up the phone like this and then just toss it on the phone. Like, yeah, I would do yeah. that. I'll close the, it, then toss it. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like tech reviewers never properly account for how we might consider a device differently than our family or friends might. But to your point, 
now that I've been using the open a little bit more, and I, I reflect this in the video that's going to be going live in about an hour on, on the Patreon, mm -hmm. um, comparing the open against my Duo 2, we're getting closer and closer to transitioning in a way where the things I loved about my Duo are now better replicated on these plastic screened yeah. foldables. So I feel better this year about opening up who I think would be a good fit for a foldable, but it's still a very narrow recommendation. And it has to be someone, in my opinion, it has to be someone who's just the slightest intellectually curious about what their gadgets can do. I do not believe we're anywhere near. I mean, we're years and years away from a folding mini tablet where we all agree on what it should look like. Like, we all kind of agree on what the basic smartphone should look like. Mm -hmm. And we're not anywhere close to that with foldables. So someone who is in the market for this, it's not even are they going to be careful or can they afford a really expensive gadget? Will they get their money's worth out of a thing that costs more than a phone and a tablet combined? Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. the biggest hurdle is are they going to be curious enough to dig a layer deeper into menus and settings. And because then once you really start putting together what I loved about my duo, once you really start putting it together to make it the device that's the right fit for you, I think you're highly rewarded with an experience that cannot compare to a traditional slate phone. And yeah. you start looking for the things that you want to do with it as opposed to out of the box, this is how it was set up, so I guess that's how I use it. If you do that with a foldable, I think you're boned. Yeah. But if you're curious in the slightest, I'm now feeling a bit more positive recommending foldables this year than I was even last year. And I think that's that's kind of telling the evolution of this. We're working out more of the software. Mm -hmm. we're, we're still stumbling through a bunch of gimmicks. Like a lot of the stuff that we're playing with today is going to fail in the next year. I mean, not, not devices, I mean software, like yeah, yeah. components and menus and, and gestures and things like that. We're still going to stumble our way around those for a while to come. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like you're getting a much better starter experience for someone to make something more specific to their needs. And I haven't seen that in the last couple of years. So now I'm, I'm, I'm not there to making a broad consumer recommendation, but I am opening up the audience that I think would really enjoy this. No pun intended. You're opening up. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> Dang it. You're landing it and you're landing it very well. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, it's big. Um, it, it's biggest feature is the, it's, I, 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 it's hard. It's hard to kind of put a, put it like one word kind of catch all. I think from, what you're getting and what 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 OnePlus has put into the packaging of this device and being the, in the state that it is right now, meaning it, it can only get better than where we are now. And if we judge it based on where we are now, and it is the exciting level that we get with the technology and the hardware and, and what we're seeing on the device right now, it is an absolute fresh look at a, at a foldable that I think we've had a single flavor of, of the ice cream for so many years that now we finally have multiple flavors. You know, we have pixel, we have one plus, we have three yeah. players playing with folding tablets on the, in the market. And then when you flip it over on, uh, in the, uh, the regular clamshell, we have Samsung and we have obviously Motorola and Motorola just dropped the mm -hmm. Moto Razor 2023, the more affordable version. And so I the reality discount is Moto's parent company 
influencing oh, that yeah. as well because Lenovo's been playing with the slates. Oh, absolutely. Foldable yeah, devices no, for a while. They've, There's they've a lot of engineering that expertise yeah, yeah, that is going yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is the biggest thing, though. We, this is the year where we're seeing a lot more of the those experiments that we used to see a few years before. I mean, we have three one inch sensor type, one inch type sensor devices that came. I mean, two technically that went out internationally and one that went out just China only. But and yeah. this is this is and we're already starting with the fact that that was at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even the end of it. We're not even done yet, and we have more foldables, more high-end quality cameras. We're starting, this, and then battery performance start getting better again. The HN2 definitely fixed what we had with the HN1. In there. <laughs> it was a so huge shot in the arm. It's, it's absolutely like this is like if you had to look at the time and date and combination of, t- of things to align. We have those stars aligning in many different areas, and many companies are reaping in the benefit. The Z Fold Five lasts a lot more it, it performs better lasts longer than the z fold 4 hands down i i mm-hmm. recommended the z fold 4 to, to my brother because it, for the most part it was basically going to be free for him i wasn't giving i wasn't selling it to him i was like hey here's the fold i got cases i got everything in there this is the experience to actually experience what a foldable device has to offer the four and the five are very close i mean there are some minor things that kind of you know there are specific things in there that would be unique to him but I told him, I said, if you like this experience and for maybe 500 bucks more, you could get yourself a brand new one. And he did. And he's been happy with it. So that's that's an experience that fits what he likes. Um, yeah. Although I will say this, like I said, if I did get two of these, he would be at my house knocking on the door like, dude, what up? <laughs> How about I take that? Well, Brian, really Glaze has you, yeah. Brian Glaze has, has you locked up here, though, because the next evolution is three foldables with one inch sensors. So next year, for us to keep getting excited about this stuff, we need to staple both together we need and to have the, the thinnest sensor. panels with the largest camera bulges on the market today. We, we want a foldable that you're able to use as a fan and then at the same time take one. Um, I, I think so, I don't think it's too far out. I think it's the oh, there's still I, I, physical I think we're ways. No, there's just, I, I think, the, yeah, the, the physics are going to, this is the, the reality of yeah. why we don't have a one-inch sensor on here or one-inch type <laughs> sensor. It, it, yeah, believe me, it will be a much thicker phone, at least on one mm-hmm. side of it. It'll be more like weighted on the right where the cameras are. Um, I think, I'll say this, from having, so we've we've been in many, many aspects and many, many, many companies have focused heavily on hardware. And I say this because we have outside of the U.S. other manufacturers that make much better hardware built, lighter devices, even lighter than the Fold, bigger, fully functioning external displays that support pen and internal displays that support pen. And that is still lighter, larger, faster charging devices on the market. Honor makes some of the best foldables on the market that yeah. we haven't ever seen because we don't see them in our market. Um, Xiaomi with the mixed fold absolutely kicks when it comes down to the to the hardware level yeah, and the camera good. performance that we're getting there. So again, we're we're constraining our our view into a specific market, but internationally, there's been so much more things to play around with. Like I visited an Oppo store for the first time in my life over in the last couple of days. That was like that's that fun. Was like, that yeah. was crazy. I'm like I walked in there. They had the N2. They had the N2 uh, N2 Flip in there, and then they have the whole the A series, and then they had the Reno 10 Pro Plus. I was like, it's crazy. And then they're like, yeah, by Friday we'll have the new devices. And I'm like, I'm not here on Friday, so it's like, it's like, it's like it was just a bummer. But yeah, it was it was exciting. Um, and and Singapore is amazing. It's a beautiful country. Uh, everybody's very friendly. 
uh, no language issues at all. Everybody spoke English. To me, it was like amazing. I didn't have to have to worry. Like I felt comfortable to go walk around by myself for many, many mm-hmm. areas. Um, and just the cultural, the, the, the melting pot of cultures in there and just sheer beauty. So it's amazing. And it was yeah. a great place. Like in my video, you're going to see for the, when, it, when I do my camera, uh, uh, video, there's going to be a lot of content from Singapore and nice. a lot of low light photography, like some series. There was one, one shot where I had it right over the pool with the skylight of the building. So you had the reflection <laughs> with the water with like, so like, artistic, very much cinematic and artistic the way you want to do it. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I want us to to sort of uh, start wrapping up because um, yeah. uh, we, we try to make this a 90-minute show, even though we usually fail. But Ha Sam actually has our transition question here. I love it. Do you see Tensor 3 to be a good ship enough for Google's next foldable? And uh, I, I've been spending a lot of time with the Pixel Fold. We've yeah. both been spending a little time with the Pixel 8 Pro. I have, I have um, some thoughts on the 8 Pro, but yeah. So I want to, I want to, like, I still don't feel like I, I am prepared to deliver that conclusive verdict review style conversation, Mm -hmm. but for every improvement that I think we've seen with this next iteration of Tensor, where Mm -hmm. Tensor 3 feels like a proper step of improvement over Tensor 1, where Tensor 2 felt like more just a slight GPU bump over Mm -hmm. Tensor 1. I'm still a little concerned about the Samsung radio. I, I I feel like there also needs to be yet another update or a little bit more polish there too. Yeah. And you just spent some time traveling in, in a bunch of different regions. I, I replicated I replicate yeah, I well I replicated what I had back in MWC when I took the seven sure. pro with me. Well describe what did you have back in MWC, TK? So, okay, so my challenge back at the NWC was obviously, as you know, <laughs> show show floor all day. You're never back at the hotel. You need something that lasts you all day. And obviously, I'm, I'm I do carry with me a battery pack. I'm not I'm not oblivious to the fact that I am pushing putting way more stress on this device than I typically would have put it out there. Sure, but in general, when I was comparing usage and battery performance, um, and just just general battery battery drain. Running an eSIM and a SIM on a device consistent concurrently, not just turning one off and turning back on. But basically, I installed an eSIM uh, to get data while I'm traveling because T-Mobile doesn't always give us the fastest data internationally. They do give us free, but it's slow data. So I'm running my Aralo SIM um, for the local carrier in in, uh, in uh, Spain, and I was running T-Mobile in the background. My battery drain was not only increased because the phone had to consistently look for two separate connections all the time. It wasn't just trying to catch the connection and, and keep a good strong signal on one. On top of the fact that the phone was running hot just for the, from the sheer of the tensor too. This is just part of how we had it. If you used yeah. it for any kind of multitasking, even before sure. starting pushing it to take video. So that was my experience with the Tensor 2. Now, tensor, three, tensor 3, it's better. <laughs> it's better. It the is. Heating is, it, it is. It is. It, and, and, and I'll say that it, it was, um, obviously, it's not the same country. I didn't replicate the exact same configuration. But in Singapore, I had to do the exact same thing. I was running a SIM card, a secondary SIM card, and my T-Mobile was my primarily SIM card in there. Because my, t- my SIM card right now is in the 8 Pro. I didn't. Uh, that's when I said I was like, I'm transitioning. I think once I'm done with my review on the 8 Pro and start putting some content on that one, uh, that's where my SIM card's going into the open. Uh, the performance is better. I will say that the phone still does, if you're pushing 
you know, they were taking a lot of videos and a lot of photos. Like I was at an event and I was literally consistently capturing shots and editing and posting and doing a whole bunch of stuff. You will get a little bit of that warm up under the camera sensor, but it took a lot longer for me to get there than what I used to yeah. get with the 7 Pro. 7 Pro was like, you're there. This 7 Pro just felt like it was full throttle. Full th exactly. All the yeah, time. Yeah. Like so it was working and struggling to, to keep up. Tensor, Tensor I haven't 3 had has those some serious improvements. And yeah. um, you will, you will, I mean, if you're coming from a two, you're definitely going to see it and it is worth it. So it will it do better on a foldable. Uh, we'll have to see what the optimizations. I mean, it's, it's all going to come down to how Google manages, like you said, the, the radios, the yeah, performance I, and I'm, the thermals. I'm, I'm a little anxious, but I, mm -hmm. again, it's, it's, if you're a fan of pixels and you like what a pixel does, this is improvement. Uh, yeah. My perception of pixel eight pro was a little colored by the fact that when I went out to, to Albuquerque to go hit this balloon fiesta, mm -hmm. the phone I was coming from, I had most recently put my SIM card in the OnePlus 11. The OnePlus 11 is a stunningly good communicator. The 8 Gen 2 was such a joy this year. And Qualcomm's radio is simply fantastic. So your ability, I, I got into the bad habit with the OnePlus 11 of not charging it for like two days. Because like, I just leave it off the charger at night yeah. and it would go even better into like low power states. It wasn't, the, the if Pixel I'm on Wi-Fi, it's only so one efficient. I have, to do that. I have to put it on the charger at night. And so That's one thing I don't like doing it with my phones, but yeah, no, sorry. I would, I would wake up some morning and be like, oh, I got to take Lex to school. And I'd look at my phone. It would be down to like 20%. You're like, ah, that's enough to get her to school and back. And then I'll charge it, plug it in for 10 minutes and it'll be mm -hmm. ready to go for another day. And switching from that OnePlus 11 to traveling with the Pixel 8 Pro. And it's a cold, cold morning under the shadow of the Albuquerque mountains, the Sandias, and I'm watching these balloons firing up. And I am running shot. that Pixel 8 camera hard. But I'm also in an area surrounded by people and little mini pop-up cell towers. And the network coverage is not great out in that open area. Except they're trying to plug it in with more mobile gear. And that phone was working to stay connected and communicate with people. And fire up a ton of photos and videos and samples and stuff. I don't know that a Qualcomm-powered phone would have been dramatically better in a very aggressive use case scenario like that. But my guess is it would have been a little bit better mm -hmm. at handling all of that radio management stuff to then take some of the load off of the cameras. And especially the way that Pixel still process images is computationally intense. So you it take is, a couple shots and it's working on those shots in the exactly. background. You have to wait. You have to wait for those shots to process. And that was so, that was about my one thing when when you're running in areas when you don't have very strong networks connection mm -hmm. on them. Um, having the leverage online tools that require internet mm -hmm. connection is a bummer. So that was one but, thing. Like when I was traveling, that took yeah. a little bit. I had to I had to wait till I was in a good area with good Wi-Fi to leverage the online functionalities because some of them, when, when you have bad enough of a connection, they don't even show up in the, uh, in the photo app, like the magic eraser wasn't showing up for me. Right. The, uh, the sorry, the, the editor, editor the magic editor, right. Magic editor. Yeah. So I feel that 
when we get into next year, we have an extremely interesting year ahead of us in the silicon industry. Just as a one-to-one, I have to believe if you did nothing but switch the Pixel Fold from a Tensor 2 to a Tensor 3, mm-hmm. that would be a noticeable improvement to Pixel users. Absolutely. I still feel like someone coming from a Z Fold or a OnePlus Open would use that Tensor 3, and I don't think it would feel like a lateral move. I think it would feel a little like a downgrade when you look at all of the little permutations. But if the rumors are true Mm -hmm. that Qualcomm couldn't land as much of TSMC's fab capacity at 3 nanometers and that they might be partnering with Samsung again for the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3, and TSMC is working directly with MediaTek for the Dimensity 9300, and those core configurations are very different for what Qualcomm is going to be doing versus what MediaTek is going to be doing. Well, yeah, that, that's and that event is like next week too. Yeah, the well, Qualcomm it's starting next week with Qualcomm, week. and then we're going to have another MediaTek summit oh, shortly yeah, yeah, after. Yeah. I, sure. All of that stuff is going to get really complicated because I, I really hope we're not in for another year like the HN one because Samsung is doing the chip fab. Qualcomm's radios are still better, but when you've got to put all of the components together through Samsung's process, and that seemed to be what held us back on the 8 Gen 1 and the A88, that to me makes me really anxious. So in a weird convoluted way where Google is working with Samsung to make Tensor 3, if 8 Gen 3 doesn't display the same efficiency as 8 Gen 2, the performance per watt, Mm-hmm. Tensor 3 might actually get a stay of execution in North America because we're probably not going to get a ton of phones out here with Dimensity 9300s. So no. Tensor 3 very might few. be yeah, yeah, very, very okay-ish few, uh... in the grand scheme of comparisons where AI is a major focus. We'll all say I don't think Tensor is the strongest chip for gaming. I think that's fair. No, that's fair. If you want to game hard, go HN2 or but, Dimensity 9200. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, so, I agree with you on that one, yeah. From a productivity standpoint and from a Google Assistant and software standpoint, I think a Pixel Fold 2 with the Tensor 3 could be a good comparative buy, depending on what happens with the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3. But and I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing devices with the 8 Gen 3 before the end of the year is over. This oh, is, yeah. This, this oh, Xiaomi is going to be right out there, and Oppo is going to be. No, I'm already, no, no, we're already seeing uh, yeah. some rumors and leaks on the 14. Like, on the, not... the, the leaked benchmarks and stuff. Although I do have to yeah. point out that when you look at those leaked benchmarks, someone posted a benchmark leak on the OnePlus Open, and you could tell they, they weren't running it in performance mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, the that's performance the mode single-core score is almost 30% higher than the standard mode. Most, I mean, when that, you tell that just it, tells you also that that that's not a he, they're not a, a user of Oxygen or or Color West from before. They don't know, but that yeah. yeah, there's so it, so Hassan, That was an extremely rambly way very, of very kind of digging through a bunch of silicon information, but um, it it's never as cut and dry as yeah. is this better because of this one feature. If you're if you're looking at foldables and you go, it doesn't have wireless charging, but it has everything else that I like. But someone said wireless charging was a deal breaker. Are you really going to give up on everything else that you like? Or do you make the compromise and say, it's got everything else that I like. Maybe I can sit out wireless charging. 
you or, know, or it, just get a case that that brings in wireless charging. If you really need that wireless charging function, there are cases that out that yeah. come out that you're able to add wireless charging to. Yeah, you can or, pop or some whatever. coils into the USB port. But 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 yeah. the, the point the the point generally being is that it if not what you like about Pixel devices is the pixely googly stuff, then you make a compromise on something like the highest tier of gaming performance. And there isn't a single phone out there that doesn't come with some kind of compromise. Every single phone comes with some kind of compromise. And this is where it gets really tricky. Like for everything that I like about that, that pixel fold. And I actually kind of like the form factor and I like the orientation of the aspect ratio a little bit better than the Mm -hmm. OnePlus open, but the OnePlus open has presented me with so many high level power user features that between the two, I can make some of those compromises. Like I want a screen that's shaped like this, but I also want video output and I also want some of that performance that I see from the HN too. Yeah. Um, It's the, 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 the problem is we're still talking about thousand dollar and more expensive phones in this, in such a lowest common denominator way that I think it's impossible for consumers to get any kind of nuance what would actually be something that would be a better fit for their needs. And you've got a bunch of people going, oh, but the N22 score and the cameras are okay. And you're like, that doesn't help. This thing is $1,700 before trade-ins. You got to be able to show me anything else that would help motivate that purchase or inform that consumer. And that's absolutely not what we're getting in this conversation right now. And because it seems like it's more predetermined it's a device they're not interested in and yeah. they don't necessarily agree with maybe parts of it. So they're just justifying their answer. But I think you're right. When you're starting to make a statement, when you're making a, 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 a fact or maybe a statement of, of opinion on something specific, point to something that you're able to talk about, something that you have reference to. And so you're able to back up the, the, the claim that you're putting. Again, a comment saying, you know, bad, a, a, a slow processor and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, you're trolling me, man. I'm not playing that game. You know what I mean? Like it's not worth it, but you you really need to kind of appreciate what this is, what what they have done, yeah. the level of investment of time. Again, this is a third generation foldable, and I can't emphasize this hard enough because we keep thinking about it as in it's oh it's brand new. We're like yes, it is. It's yeah. what, new to of, the label of OnePlus, but it is a third generation Oppo. Right. What one of the comments on mine is everything is the best until it's not. Time will tell. Come back after a few months. Like, what does that even mean? That's the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. Like, thank you for sharing that comment. You have made everyone in my comments stupider for having typed on your keyboard. Everything is great till it's Because you know that for whatever brand that person is a fan of, Mm -hmm. they have to act like their favorite brand is perfect and the best forever. Whereas the inevitability is in about six months, something else is going to come out. (laughs) <laughs> like there is no and, part and, of technology where and that same company is going to treat the oh, that device that you have in hand as it, it does not like, exist. Look at all the bar graphs that just prove the thing you bought from us last year should be thrown in the garbage. <laughs> no, I, I, I really do. I, do, I really think I, I'm hoping that at some point or another, OnePlus is able to start getting some of these devices in like Best Buys or something like that, because I really feel like people need to be able to try this out. I think Verizon tweeted saying that it's been certified that it runs on Verizon, although they didn't say UW. I think it just probably runs on sub-six. 
Um, oh, so yeah, it, it should be you should be able to buy this and then use it on any carrier in the U.S. Doesn't matter if it's an NVMO or whatever, because if they're using services through like you know, if like you're on Mint and they're using T-Mobile, it's gonna run. You need to work with mm -hmm. the company maybe to get it whitelisted or added in there, whatever. But it'll run. And the good thing about it is I've tested on T-Mobile, I've tested on OnePlus, uh, not OnePlus, I, on AT&T. It works perfect. Um, nice. I doesn't. Uh, I don't have Verizon. Unfortunately, if I did, I would have tested it there. But I think overall. It, it's worth checking out if you're looking for a foldable. This is OnePlus's best device that happens to also be the best foldable they've ever made based on what Oppo's been doing for the last three years and bringing in their, their, their savoir-faire and all of their technologies. Um, we're just seeing it for the first time on, in the U.S. market under their label, mm -hmm. but it's reality. It, you know, and the world, actually, not just us, the world is finally seeing uh, Oppo's foldables because they've never released them internationally. The N2 and the N1 yeah. are the first N we're only China. So this is exciting. This is exciting. I I'm, I'm can't wait to see what 2024 has, has in store for us. For sure. I know the year is not yet done. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing some of the stuff coming up next week from uh, from Summit. I am not going to be at Summit. I don't want, I'm not going to try to make it sound like I'm going everywhere. Yeah. So um, I know it's, it's a little bit different this year. Obviously, hopefully everything kind of, you know, the expectations obviously is the HN3, some more XR, VR, more improvements in technology, probably better improvements in audio, as typically we see at this event. Um, but uh, a little birdie told me, told me that um, some of our favorite brands are going to be there. So they're going to be quite a few companies also uh, announcing. So I'm not going to say who, Funny uh, that. but I, but I will say brands with an S at the end so that it becomes a little bit more vague and, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that's the exciting stuff for next week. Um, what, mm -hmm. I mean, other than the, the, by the, I think the, by the benchmark is already out. So you're putting out your, by the benchmarks um, is out on Patreon and yeah. Duo 2 versus uh, OnePlus Open is going up in about a half hour on okay. the Patreon. Good, good. Um, I, I'll probably put it out if, if, again, with video uploading and some other work that I need to get done. <laughs> um, that'll either, the public version will either go up live over the weekend or I might save it for Tuesday just okay. for something fun. And then TK and I both have some additional follow-up videos for the OnePlus that we want to put together where... Yeah. TK has spent more time with the Z Folds than I have, so he's going to come visit my channel to talk about Samsung, and I've spent a little bit more time with the uh, the Pixel Fold, Pixel side, so I'm yep. going to go visit his channel to talk about Google and compare some of these foldables against each other. We're going to have OnePlus versus Samsung versus, versus Google Pixel. versus Oppo versus Duos. It's, we've got a good round robin of different oh, comparison points that we're going to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, if I, if I wasn't traveling, it would have been sooner than later. But I think we'll, we'll have a little bit more uh, time to focus on that. For me, um, I was thinking actually about putting out one more video on the fold, on the open. Sorry, I keep wanting to call it the fold. Um, <laughs> probably this weekend, uh, more so referencing traveling with it. Using it when yeah. you're going when you're going abroad, using it with yeah. multiple carriers, uh, connectivity, work, workflow. Yeah. What can you, can you not do? That data and stuff it, is pretty huge. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing for me that, that I appreciate these devices. It, it does. You start f really feeling the multitasking and the the, the PC-like experience when you're having to rely only on this and not have to open up your laptop to do the work. That's the biggest thing that we really need to emphasize here. That internal display is really supposed to mirror not just a tablet, but more of a like a PC-like experience. And I think this is what we're getting here. Um, and having video out is a big deal. A lot of people may not be covering it, but it is absolutely a big deal when you're traveling. That minimizing effect, again, the glasses totally do it, which to me, mm -hmm. I'm 
as soon as we're done, I'm going to be like digging half my office because I got a new <laughs> pair that I need to do a video on and I, and I yep. put them somewhere. I don't know. Oh, the hustle never stops. No, no. And I hope I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping. Yeah. Like, I hope I don't lose them because <laughs> that, that's a bummer, but yeah, no, no, for sure. So that'll be my video for the, for this weekend. Hopefully obviously more things coming up. I I've built up a backlog. Every time I travel, I get more stuff and, more things get delivered. So yeah, I'm excited for new things to talk and more OnePlus. Oh, and, and Pixel 8. I got to start doing more Pixel stuff. Yeah. For sure. So I'm going to be definitely taking a look at some of that too. So when when I said the OnePlus Open was my performance charts, I also included the Pixel 8 Pro in that. Oh, really? So I, they're sort of a combined by the benchmarks mm-hmm. showing the, advance, the advances that we've seen, Tensor 2 to Tensor 3. And then also how surprising I think this foldable performance is from the OnePlus Open. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been a crazy week as we've been running all around and playing with some new toys and some new gear, but there's plenty more. We're still smack dab in the peak of Techtober, and there's even more that's going to be hitting. Again, I've got three things on my desk, again, that I can't show people as we get closer to Thanksgiving and Black Friday sales and holiday stuff. So we're we're wind sprinting through till the end of the year, and I'm oh, glad man. you're all yeah. along for the ride because like it's going to be some away good from stuff. Thanksgiving. Yep, that's crazy, man, for sure. But yeah, yeah. make sure to catch one on Monday with the SGTQA. Uh, if you guys would like to listen into the replay crew, the audio version of this podcast will be coming out very soon. Uh, links will be in the description below, of course, for you guys to be able to check out. But with that being said, thank you to everybody for hanging out with us on this beautiful Friday afternoon with really hot hot temperatures here in Southern California. I hope you're cool wherever you are. We'll see you guys next week for another episode. Yeah. Bam.